0: Not that cricket. A couple of episodes ago that I am not going to do it by myself I'm going to have two of my mates here Or I'm going to find one <laughs> The good luck is I've got two Just to say hey, uh, this is a podcast that uh, focuses on the game in Zimbabwe Before I talk about what's happening today I'm going to stay Stan Shouza and Dalit How are
1: you Larry? It's been a while but I'm back <laughs> Yeah it's been wonderful um, you
0: know, We've been talking about doing this for a while now yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, you know, I'd say Happy New Year, but I always say that the moment you pay school fees, it's no longer Happy New Year because Mariabuda.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. But in the words of, uh, uh, what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'll be back. And so here I am. I've done my G's. I've paid my fees. So yeah, now we can get uh, cracking on uh, other things that matter in life. And, and then the funny thing about me is
2: I still haven't made money in 2024. So like I'm still in 2023 mode. So you can
0: still say Happy 2020. Happy New Year to me. So you haven't made any any cent. Nah, not even one. Not even, bro, even bro. one, even one bro. Has somebody given you some money? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's your, not, your wife doesn't it's count. Made. It's not made. <laughs> made, 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 made. I've you know it's been one of those uh, slow starts. Okay, so our quick uh, chat is going to be on the T20 series that's coming: Zimbabwe versus. Um, uh, Sri Lanka out in Colombo We're going to talk about Last time uh, we, the, the, we, we, we had a chat Evan, so is, uh, I think Darlington last time I saw you Was when Dave Houghton was there And uh, I think the thing I'm going to start with Is the last 8 ODI series ODI matches Zimbabwe has l- lost 6 And 2 have been rained off So the, we we're talking about uh, Going back to the qualifier So lost to um, yeah, Scotland and Ireland the, Scotland and Sri Lanka I beg your pardon then Ireland uh, series what happened was uh, one was re- rained off you guys were doing commentary on that so you, you know that more intimately and then lost the other two Sri Lanka the same thing has happened from the ODI front we don't want to test the T20 side yet uh, what are your thoughts I'm starting with you uh, Darlington
2: I mean, yeah absolutely right lost some games Okay, but I also think we're at a tra- transition point, like an inflection point. Um, and then there's been some really, really positive things that have happened in that. Uh, Joel Gumbi, for me, continues to impress as a wicketkeeper. He's getting better as a batsman. He's starting to score a little bit more quickly. It's nice to have also seen Brandon Mavuta, Despite whatever issues he's had, nice to see him bowl well against Ireland. And then also we saw Tapio Mufuza get a, 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 a debut in Sri Lanka. After I think three or four years, where he was the top, always in the top like three bowlers in Logan Cup, in T Twenty cricket and in domestic uh, fifty overs cricket, and he got a start and he had actually his first game was quite good. Guys figured him out. He's got something to learn, uh, but I think there's a lot of positives. Um, but as I say, I think at the moment we've, we're at an inflection point where we've somehow, somehow got to come, come and find a way to replace Raza to replace Sean Williams to replace Craig Irvin because it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen and now is the time to actually figure that out
0: now, Would you say the last rights for those three guys uh, have already started uh, st- Starting I mean, that's, that's what's being implied here Are we already in that transition period or do you think that there's a possibility of still getting quite a lot of these uh, out of this place and your thoughts on why, why those results are, have been the way they have been
1: Look, at the end of the day at some point you will, you will face a litmus test And I think the Island series was a litmus test uh, For Zimbabwe In the sense that we didn't have the majority of our senior players We lost Sean Williams We lost Craig Irvin early, quite early And then obviously Ryan Bell through a, a concussion Sekanda Raza through suspension And for me That alone is a scenario Where obviously you don't want that to happen But sometimes it gives you a wake up call And saying hey guys where are we Outside of our perennial performers Where are we, who's next and so, yeah. Look, it's a good thing it's happened now, because obviously leading up to the 2027 World Cup, it gives you quite a decent time to start preparing. Okay, we know where we're missing. We know what we need to 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 prepare we know who needs to be replaced the skill set that's required so i think it's important that these things are happening now obviously yes one would say like it has happened at a time where we've lost out on qualification in the t20 world cup we've lost out in uh, in qualification in the 50 over but sometimes it's it's a harsh reality that gives you that rude awakening
0: and uh, when you look at it that period before those losses and those i mean especially since the the first half of 2003 was magical. I mean, you're getting a lot of results your way, going back into 2022. It, it just must... Is there a temptation with some to say, we well, know we need to reset everything because or everything, ultimately the two big things you wanted to achieve, which is qualification for the World Cup and, and to, um you know, the, the objectives have not been reached, so we need to just restart again.
2: Yeah, th- I mean, there is that temptation. Um, because, I mean, unfortunately, you've got to ask some very difficult questions. OK, because it's I think it's four times that Zimbabwe has failed to qualify for World Cups three times um, and, and, and three times in a row. OK, and it's never happened before. I mean, you've got to really go and say, well, what are we doing? Like, what are we as Zimbabwe cricket? Right. And, and I think it goes beyond just the players on the field. I think it also goes beyond just the admin who run the game in Zimbabwe Is we've all got to go and say figure out' like listen this, this seems to be a recurring event okay like uh, what does it mean we've got uh, a little over three years until we host the World Cup here in 2027 what does it mean I mean are we going to go and is that the sort of quality of results we're going to go and get in
0: 2027 but then the question would be can you legislate for losing against scotland uh legislate for losing against um against uganda i mean w- with respect i mean you should be winning those matches
1: look definitely i mean look we're more established side right? so a result like uganda obviously came as a shock horror um, not to say it doesn't happen in the world of cricket however you know obviously when you go into a tournament like uh, the, uh, the regional qualifiers that we did you would be expecting the zimbabwe obviously to come out tops now, that didn't happen. That's the harsh reality we're dealing with now. But coming back to your question earlier in terms of, uh, does it mean we reset? No, we don't necessarily need to reset, but I think it's just a matter of shifting focus because I think the focus has been heavily on the national side. Perhaps we just need to go one step back, look at the systems that are producing players that leading up to the national team. What are, we, what, what are the skill set? Where are we lacking? We need to start implementing the required skill set, perhaps at a lower level, leading up to the national team and i think we need to take a more specific um look at like i said areas of concern i mean right now the bowling seems to be doing well okay and i think right now if you look at the majority of the games it has been the batting which has been a bit on the lacking side of things in terms of uh, runs on the board so in terms of skill scene in terms of batting where we're lacking that's where now we now need to pull back have a, and start implementing measures that can help Players not from the franchise level, but way below that, and I think a, a tournament like the NPL that has, has come in, that's a starting point, and it's a, it's a good thing that that tournament has come in. But we should just not look at it as a national Premier League. We need to start making sure that tournaments like that are, are well focused, have have result uh, oriented uh, um, thoughts in line. I mean, even coaches, you know, we need to start inputting coaches in these clubs so that. All the necessary skill sets are, started, uh, are now being input into players as early as National Premier League. So that by the time guys get to first class level, by the time they get to academy, to Zim A, to the national, uh, to the national team, we've got what we need to require as a player to represent Zimbabwe as a fully fledged international player.
0: And I think what that also then goes towards is to say, once you decide that, then you also have to develop what is, a, what is the playing culture of Zimbabwe? Because it's, it's all very well saying, you know what, let's have a lot of these, um, you know, NPL and so forth. And you see the style uprising is playing as one style. And then you see <laughs> another. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, like, this, like so for me, for me,
2: Zimbabwe's is playing style is very, very clear. Okay. We've always had quality series. Okay. Uh, you go back uh, far back into the past and I remember watching Zimbabwe play Duncan Fletcher captained I think in 1984 was the first game of cricket I ever watched in my life and Duncan Fletcher was a quality seamer Rick Wilson, et cetera, Brandes, blah, blah, Brandes, uh, and etc Indo Brandis Dave Brandis and on and on and on and then now you've got uh, Blessing Muzarabani you've got Richard Ngarawa you've got Tanaka Chivanga on the wings you've got um, Trevor Gwandu who was given a debut in the Island Series he's quality got some things to fix, but he's quality. Alex Falau, uh, there's there's always quality seamers. And then, for some reason, we've always had wrist spinners. Okay? So we've got Brandon Malvota, who just played in the Island Series, who's good. Okay? And then we've got another guy called uh, Privilege Chessa who's playing for, I think, Southern Rocks. And also good. Then we've got um, Jonathan Campbell, another wrist spinner. Okay? And there's a story behind this one, even further on, who's another wrist spinner. And then the next thing we've got is we've got Wellington Masakata, okay? It's just turned 30, I think, right? Five runs and over in international cricket. Seven in T20 cricket. That's good for a left-arm spinner. We've got a lot of real quality, really good things, okay? The problem I think we've had is Raza, Irvin, and um, Sean Williams on days that they don't perform there's not, not been the backup so I think our second string uh, Clive Mardande had that period of about 18 months where he was really really sensational but then what we've had is that when those three haven't performed Zimbabwe lose matches
0: you know I, I kind of see that because uh, when you really look at it we're looking at some of the numbers that uh, some of the young players have got and for quite a healthy number of matches they, they're not stacking up and, uh, you know, they, they then ask questions around people who haven't been signed yet, like up Top McVeese and so forth. That's a conversation for another day. But ultimately, I think I, I can, I, in as far as our bowling aspect, that's an easy one to call. It's the batting aspect that, that I think we, we're having a bit, bit of a problem in. Uh, is, it, is it more the numbers are not there, but the playing style is, is very defined?
1: Look, I think we do have the numbers But I think it's more to do with In terms of the grooming Okay, if, if I can take you back to yesteryear, when you look at The, uh, the likes of Elton Chukumbura The likes of um, Hamilton Masagasa, but The likes of Teneda By the time they made their debuts The sort of process that they had gone through The amount of, of, of hard cricket The high quality level of uh, Opposition that they had played They were ready Okay, and I'm not saying these guys took the world by storm, but at least by the time they made their debuts, I mean, look at Hami, 100 on debut, These, there was that platform set. Now, we just need to revert to that. Okay, And obviously, like I said, the NPL has started. Obviously, the next stage is the amount of um, domestic cricket that they can play in terms of first class. But up and above that, for the young players that are coming through, obviously, the academy is going to be crucial. But... The summer of, of the already accomplished players that are within the setup, the next stage obviously is that amount of A side cricket that they can play, which is obviously there's plenty of A side cricket on the cards, and it's a good thing that it's supposed uh, it's it's coming. The likes of the SA emerging, the likes of um, uh, the, a- the SAA teams that, that have been coming through. All we need is more of that, okay? And I think it's important that we expose uh, the fringe players a lot more. So, that by the time they get to the national team, they are ready. Okay? I mean, we look at someone like a Wesley. How much A side cricket has he had? Not much. And then all of a sudden we think Wesley is not good enough. No. It's not that he's, it's not good enough, but how much preparation has Wesley had to get to the top?
0: So, this is essentially how do you create an international player? Like Because I, I, I look at it, uh, Hamilton Masaka gets his. Um, his century in 2001 but he debuted um, what you call it first class cricket in 1999 so they you, you're actually cooking a player but by the time he's already he's gone for to, to, to play for uh, for international he's got quite a bit again the, the 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 what you call it, the bangladesh team that won the under 19 world cup the number of players that already played um what you call it first class cricket uh was substantial so when they went up to the uh, what you call it the next level they were they had played some really hard cricket i've got a funny story
2: about that uh, to, just to add on to what you're saying it was hamilton and i played for what's now called the eagles together when he made his debut we were playing here it was a rain affected match where only one innings happened and he got us a hundred on debut in first class cricket okay he'd been playing really strong league cricket until from the time he was about maybe 13 or 14. so those are the sort of things that accumulated advantages. How do you create those? I think that's what Stan was talking about earlier, is how do you accumulate advantages before 2027? Yeah, You know what I mean? Um, and then, like, we... Another very interesting thing. Um, I, I listened to your podcast. I listened earlier to a thing you had with Jonathan Campbell. I remember watching Jonathan Campbell here when South Africa A came I think it was three years back. Okay? Um a couple of guys like Teddy DeZorzi are now playing for South Africa um, who were in that that side that came here and Jonathan Campbell just did not look like he was ready for international cricket um, and what has happened is he went through that A-side process and got weaned like literally he was exposed and it was a bit I think looking back that was the best thing that happened in his career because he got exposed he, he, he realised how far away he was from the the quality that is required for, to play international cricket. And he went and did work. Okay? And then I spoke to him a couple of uh, the, the day he got his third first-class hundred of this season. And he was like, you know what, all I've done is worked hard. I started early and worked hard before the season began and then these are the results of that work. You know, and, and so for me, that, those are the sort of things that, like, Adding on to what Stan was saying about a side games, about NPL and and what and I etc etc, is you've got is you, you've got to expose players. So Thabang Fudza went to Sri Lanka, had a good game. Had a second game wasn't so good. He's been exposed. He's got something he's got to go and figure out. If he doesn't figure that stuff out, he's just going to disappear for a couple of years. And he's got to go into a system that's going to go and look after him, so that when he does get his second coming, he's going to be better a better cricketer and i think this is a, a couple of the things that we're well we've been complaining about not qualifying we've been complaining about losing to ireland in a se- in two series back to back but like there's a couple of things that zimbabwe cricket is actually doing doing
0: quite well so uh now looking at the the, the t20 series the two sean williams has gone out uh and a rescue mission, I guess, because uh, maybe... I don't know if it was where they, where they were just waiting for him to get fit and they sent somebody else, but the two names that I saw that are in that uh, particular CAA squad, Brian Bennett and Lord Gumby. Your first impressions of Brian B- Bennett's uh, performance when he played against Ireland, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Before we talk about lord Gumby's in- introduction into the T20 setup.
1: Look... Uh, it's always good to see uh, a new young talent being exposed early into the national team but I would have thought it would have been nice uh, to expose him ha- had he had enough exposure obviously A side cricket once again but look um, I think the good thing about um, T20 cricket is that one format where you can afford a bit of experimentation and I think the likes of uh, of Brian Bennett then fit into into that accolade and or zone if I if I can put it across that way but uh, for me just having watched someone like a Joel Agumbi uh, batting the question is where then do you bat him uh, in the T20 cricket I mean up front you need explosive uh, openers um, and then I mean as a wicket keeper does he then come a lower order where you need finishes so I suppose that's the key thing for me with regards to the makeup of the team what is his role in the, in the T20 side I mean he's done well for, for Zimbabwe in the ODI side he's held anchor and I think he just needs to find that next gear in terms of uh, how then does he convert the good starts that he's had into, into perhaps into a, a much bigger innings in that one-day format. And I think if, should he find that gear, that's the gear that perhaps is needed to help him then find his way into, into a T20 squad.
2: You know, like basically you're saying to me, he's like everything he does up until he lacks a 20 run over like a couple of turnaround overs so if he could do exactly what he's been doing for Zimbabwe throughout his career he's been good he's anchored stuff together but then he just needs an explosive either at the beginning of his innings some explosiveness or to or to bat as well as he's always done and then kick off at the end and those are the two if I was to criticize it's a lack of explosiveness in, in both those two environments.
0: 100%. It's almost like what Virat uh, Kohli does, like when he comes in, he might look like he's slow and suddenly he's got 50 or 30 something balls. You're like, okay, because there's some one over that is going to crack a couple of cover drives and they're gone. It, but the question will be, I mean, I think that was a lot of people surprised when it's picked for, um, for the Shaheens and end up getting to the World Cup. Because everybody thought, I mean, not you. I mean, maybe not you. But a lot of people are like, oh, this is a red ball guy. Because a lot of you, even if you look at his domestic numbers, they're quite red ball, first class oriented. But the question, he came in and he did a job. I'm going to jump in.
2: You had to stand here.
0: For me, Jolot
2: Gumbi is the second best keeper in the country. All right? And at that time... was the time? first. <laughs> Long story. But at that time, he had... He was, of all the keepers in the country, he was the one who had runs. He had like a boatload of runs. He'd made runs against county sides. He, goes, he, goes, he got, got 100 against the county sides, got 100 against Pakistan Shaheens. All right, and he's making runs in NPL and, and before that. No, no I'm talking before that. I'm just talking about before that. Yeah, no, is but you, like before that, no. But like the thing about him is he's always been, like Joel Gumbi played Zemada 19s as a wicket-keeper batsman. He's been in the system since as far back as I can remember. I think he got into the system when he was about 15 or 16. That's the first time I remember hearing about Juelud Gumbi when he was living... I think he's from Glenview, right?
1: Uh, the
2: guy's been in the system for a
1: long time. For me, at the end of the day, I mean, Jolod came in at a time where Zimbabwe needed, needed to stamp the flow of the, uh, the fourth of wickets up front. He's done that, okay? And he's shown he's got the ability... And I think for, for someone like Joel Ogunbi, it's, 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 a, it's a learning curve for him. Okay? I, I don't think uh, we should be too hard on him as well. I mean, he's, he, he's got what I feel is the ability, obviously, to anchor. But now now that you've got the ability to anchor, what's the next stage? What's the next best thing for you? Um, and I think that's where he is. And I think you know he's starting to open up. He's playing the scoops versus spin. He's not just blocking anymore. He's not just waiting for the bad ball. Um, he can continue to grow okay. But I suppose now When you play for a team like Zimbabwe A team like Zimbabwe is a team that Is desperate for results So obviously your game Gets scrutinized a, a lot more Than often, you're not really given an opportunity To try and grow because of the fact that People are looking for results And hence I suppose uh, that, Which brings about the question Well not the question but the discussion is How then do we go about building for 2027, 20, 20, and I think someone like a Joel twenty. The yeah, but then again, w- ideally, would you like Joel opening for you in a T20 match, no. or you rather try and make sh- as a unit to try and find the way we can get the likes of your Tenasha Kamunikamwe being the explosive players that they need to be? So would you play in this t- the
0: T20s after he suffered with the first two matches? Uh, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't. Okay, because
2: like Sri Lanka figured out something, okay, because his his, his, his his results were not of the first ball, not of the first ball, and then playing the third, RDI. okay. Uh, that means that Sri Lanka figured out something, that there's a technical issue, and they've worked it out. Uh, and so if you go and play in a T20, it's going to be exactly, it might probably be exactly the same thing, okay. But what it is, is in terms of raw material, right? Tsunase Kamulukamu is the most fantastic raw material I've seen. Okay? Because he's... I, I, I mean, I have to digress a little bit. I played a game for Royal Cricket Club against him a couple of years ago. And he hit sixes that are of a size that I have not seen for 20 years. Like, he was hitting like, like at, at, at Prince Edward from the Jubilee Cricket Field. He was hitting it onto the Tower Cricket Field. Clearing trees like that's a, a monster, monster hit, and, and and you can't coach that. Stan, like I might, might agree you're probably gonna agree with me. But I I don't know how to coach a kid to clear trees to hit 100 meters. I don't know how to I know how to coach a kid how to clear boundaries. Okay, so this fantastic raw material. The other one for me is Innocent Kaya again, fantastic raw material. Got some knee injury. Got got to get figured out. Got to get worked with. But, like, I don't think that Zimbabwe's got, like, unsolvable problems. I think it's not a car crash. No, no. I mean, like, you know what it is? Is any The the thing that happened is we had three of our key players didn't make runs at critical moments for various reasons. Craig Irvin, Sean Williams, and Raza didn't make runs against Scotland for various reasons. They didn't make runs in Namibia for various reasons. Some weren't on the field at all, okay? And it happened. And then what didn't, wasn't in place is quality, okay? There wasn't the compensate. quality to compensate for the fact that those guys weren't actually making runs, weren't on the field, etc., 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 etc.
1: we need to be focusing on now, okay? At some point, these guys are going to retire. But the question is, what are we doing while they're still here? That's the key thing. To
0: get the best out of you
1: what are we doing to make sure that the French players are able to step in when there's no Raza able to step in when there's no Craig Irvin and perform to the required standard that even when these guys are not here we still don't feel that we're missing them I think mean, that's that's been the challenge uh, for, for for Zimbabwe and I think that's where we're heading especially with this under, uh, under 25 program being uh, um, heralded by uh, former national head coach in uh, Stephen Mongongo it's the next best, how do we sort out the next best? And I suppose that's, that's crucial right now with regards to Zimbabwe cricket and the national team and build up not just for 2027 but for future games going forward. In general, so
0: the question I ask then be given such a scenario now there's an immediate problem, hasaranga, the hasaranga problem. What do you do tomorrow?
2: Watch the ball. I mean, like, there's not much you can do, watch the ball and play straight. I mean, like, it's 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 what would you say, Stan?
1: Confidence. We now know you face them. You pretty much know what to expect. This is T Twenty cricket. At the end of the day, it runs on the board as a as a batsman. That's what you judge for. At the end of the day, you have to step up to the plate. Confidence is key. Okay. If, and remember, don't play the man, play the ball.
0: I, I, I just when I watch him, I'm having palpitations <laughs> because, because the ball especially that googly. I think the guys are not able to pick that up. But uh, before we go, uh, one player who's just been incredible is uh, Richard Ngarawa his, his, his return has just been insane. I think he's now got the record for the most number of wickets. Uh, I mean, for for wickets in uh, consecutive ODIs is now for Zimbabwe. He's extended the record, I beg your pardon. It's like 18 or 19 or something like that. What, what else is there to say about Ngarawa's form?
1: I mean, he's just been incredible, hasn't he? Well, taking the records away, I think it's the process for reaching Garawa. Um, Look, I've managed reaching Ngarava from the time when the Africa Cup T20 was was being brought up in South Africa. That's as early as his under 19 years. The thing about Ngarava is he's grown in stature ever since his uh, under 19 uh, under 19 days. And the one thing you see about Ngarava, the one thing, the one focus thing for me, the same Richard Ngarava you get out there in the middle when he's representing Zimbabwe. It's the same Richard Ngarava you get. When he's playing for my channel and eagle so that's a man who knows his standards that's a man who's trying to grow in stature that's a man who's trying to say look irrespective of where i'm playing this is my standard i play hard cricket i give a hundred percent i'm pumped up every time i've got the ball in hand and look it's working he's got a process he's found what works for him and look the results are there to show
2: like yeah, for me it's just like um, one of the nastiest guys going around to world, world, world cricket at the moment I mean like if you, if you hear Australians start to say well oh, this guy's got a fucking wicked bouncer um, you, you, that, there's something there you know like real, really something to work with and the other thing is he's young he's like a, a cornerstone of Zimbabwe cricket for at least another 10 years You know what I mean, Um, and and it's it's wonderful to see him actually really get to that thing where he's bowling spectacularly. The other thing that a lot of people don't realise is Richard Ngaraba can contribute with the bat. Okay, I'd like to start to see more of that international cricket. You know, we saw for me one of the most important uh, innings of the recently concluded like 50 overs World Cup was Pat Cummins in that we were talking about it yesterday in that thing about uh, the partnership we had with
0: the one where Max Maxwell Maxwell 200.
2: 200 yes and I'd and, and like to see because like, he's, he's good enough to do that kind of stuff you know what I mean and to
1: hit a ball when and he, he wants to hit to. a
2: ball when he needs to so
1: yeah and, and I mean look earlier Darlington did mention the fact that it's hard to teach someone to hit sixes obviously batsmen can get away with that range hitting and so forth but there's one thing you cannot teach a fast bowler Which he himself has to say Okay, now it's time This is what I'm going to do And that's aggression And that's exactly what you get out of, out of a, a Richard Ngarawan right? And I think you can tell this is a bowler who wants to do well He's pumped up Every time he's on top of his mark He's running in hard And that is an attribute of a fast bowler I'm not saying every fast bowler should look like that But like I said, he's found a process He's found what works for him and he's using it to great effect. Okay, there's something that you mentioned, the
0: Africa T20 Cup. So do you think Zimbabwe should be sending um, maybe even under 25 side to that? Because you talked about Ngarawa uh, you know, benefiting from that.
2: I, I disagree. with. If, if it's an Africa Cup, okay, if it really is an Africa Cup, you must send the full team and absolutely murder guys. All right. Otherwise, it's not an Africa Cup. If you're sending your A side, it's not an Africa Cup.
1: Look at the end of the day; these are tournaments that we can make use of. As to who we send, obviously that is always at the discretion of the past. That be in terms of uh, what level of players we send should be send And under twenty-five side, I mean the team is there now. Uh, he's of the opinion that look, send a fallen squad. But look, at the end of the day, for me, it's, an, it's, it's another tournament that can be made use of. We should, if it's there, it's there. Let's use it. Can Zimbabwe pick something out of this, what
0: you call it, Um, The series? I think they can. I I think they've got the
2: resources for it. Um, As I said to you, I think Zimbabwe's issue is batting. I I don't really think their bowling is a problem. Um, I think their their issue is is always going to be batting. Um, And and somebody like, like, so what we've got, the additions to that side, uh, Sean Williams, who's going to make the batting better. In some, in some respect. Carl Mumba is being touted as a finisher of sorts. Uh, something like Hadek Pandya batting maybe six or seven. Um, and I've seen him hit a ball. He's another one. He hits a ball a mile. Uh, and then the other one is uh, Tony Mjonga who's been added to that side. So, like, they've really bolstered that batting. You know, like, all the guys who've been picked to go there and Brian Bennett are all batters. They haven't sent, like, out-and-out out bowlers to Sri Lanka. So I think they've
0: understood that, that this is our weakness and we're going to try and fix it. Something that's a bit annoying that I think needs to be looked at is, is, the, is the fielding. It's just, gone, it's just gone
1: a bit odd, doesn't it? Look, there's so many things that need to be fixed. But I, I, all I can say uh, to, to, to those who get an opportunity to represent the national team is, yes, we've had a, a past, uh, rough couple of months, some unacceptable, true, but it's important that uh, they need to remove that weight off their shoulders and remove it quickly. They need to be positive. Okay, every It's a phase. I like to use that even in my coaching Bible. Every player goes through a phase. So does a team. We're going through a phase. But the question is, how quickly do we bounce back? That bounce back ability is key. And at tours like Sri Lanka, where... Especially if you look at this team, no one is under any pressure whatsoever. This is the sort of sort of tour that uh, we need to show that Zimbabwean resilience, that bounce back ability, and hopefully, I mean, I'm not saying we're going to win everything, but just the ability to show that we can we can fight even in even in, in tough conditions like in Sri Lanka. We speak of the big names that are, that we're going to be playing. That's the key thing for me.
2: Like for me, it's about personal pride,
1: like at an individual level. Okay, Uh,
2: Because ultimately,
1: I think a nation is built
2: up of individuals. So if individuals are prideful, work as hard as they can, work as cleverly and cleanly as they can, then the nation is is eventually going to go and you'll see those those benefits flow through to a national level. And I think that's where Zimbabwe cricket is right now. It's not like there are no easy solutions here. It's not going to be like, uh, why don't we find a coach? Uh, let's get another coach and it's going to get better uh, or we let's fire somebody else or bring somebody else I don't think it's that simple I think it's that thing where you, you, you we're in a position where you've got to take it the next step and you've got to take the right next step at an individual level like, next, like Brian Bennett got picked if he gets a game he's got to go and take the next best step and then tap, tap it on Foodza. Etc, etc Richard and Garawa, They've got to take The next bit stiff As individuals And then if you can Build that into a team You've got something That actually might Beat Sri Lanka Because I think In terms of quality Quality is not the issue I think it's just Result A portion of No, belief mm. It's like the belief That we're quality You know And I think like Going back As far back as I can Remember watching Zimbabwe cricket The belief that we're Quality was the problem Like Let's compete now, always, I think is how do we win a World Cup in twenty twenty
0: seven?
1: You've got to oh. believe you will beat us. You've so. got to believe.
0: Yeah. And also you're you're you're, on the, you're you're on the top table. Do you? It's just that it's not like we j- we here you know, sort of okay. Thank you for inviting us. No, we're here. <laughs> okay, so th- th- that's that, guys. Uh, we'll have a chat in a few days, and all the best to Zimbabwe and your socials.
1: Well, you know me, Larry. Not really much of a, a social man, so yeah, pretty much uh, reachable. You know how to reach me. So, whoever wants to reach me can get, get to talk to you. And good luck with the rest of the season with uh, Rocks. Thank you, Larry. Thank you. And uh, yours?
2: Mine uh, at x.com it's Darlington Matambana, Na. Uh, and then on Twitter is Darlington Matamba and on Facebook it's with people as well please if you have any feedback I'd, I'd really really love to hear it because I think we can only get better by hearing things from as many people as we can
0: hear from yes my name is Larry this is a product of a few men on a boat uh, this a production company uh, it's a Clubhouse Ed podcast if you want to get in touch with me at Quirida on Twitter and then on the, go to our website www.3-mob.com remember the series is on Super Sport. And it's available from Compact going up. Super Sport Variety variety 2. The match is on the 14th, 16th, and 18th, starting at half past three. All right. See you later. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thanks.
1: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show.